Hi, I am Josh. Und I am Mark. And we're here to pump you, you up. Two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. Well, I try to be mindful of my students. Like, oh yeah, you're taking, uh, yeah, like organic chemistry or electrical engineering or whatever. And here's American theater history with Josh. And so, like, I try to like sort of stagger my assignments and theirs. Like, okay, yeah, I know you have like an enormous test coming up. Mm -hmm. Uh. So I won't schedule one of our papers that time. And so, yeah, like all of my students are just drained. They're just drained. Oh, yeah. Like, Josh, can I have an extension on this thing? I just, uh, I was like, yeah, baby, it's all good. Just like turn it in by the weekend. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> right on. I'm glad so, you're cool yeah, about it. Like, you're not like, no, all things must bow before Arthur Miller. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because, and I think that's it too, right? So like I... And I know how absurd this may sound. Uh, yeah, for somebody getting his PhD in theater and wanting to continue on as like a theater professor, I'm not. I'm not really a theater dude. Um, like I was. I was only in like one or two plays in high school. Mm -hmm. um, I just want to be like a regular English teacher, and then. And so I think that's part of it too, right? Like I. I do. I sort of bring that like non-theater person perspective to theater stuff. And yeah, if you're. Just a just a, a student, uh, yeah, like a sophomore at some place, and you're like, okay, I'm I'm finally like starting all my pre med classes or whatever, um, and he, and then this dude is like screaming at me how I should care about, um, yeah, like Sophie Treadwell, like what what, and so I do, I try to like, <laughs> be like, yeah, you know, this is some cool stuff. I geek out about this. I think it's really cool. And hey, if you find something that interests you too, neat. But I don't have any delusions of like, this is the most important thing ever. Uh, each of you are going to change your major. You're not going to, yeah, be a mechanical engineer. You're going to be a theater major. <laughs> and so it is. I just, I just try to like, I don't know. I bring that approach, I guess. But at the same and time, like, like you can't tell me that there's not like some kid in your class that you're just like, no, no, Taylor. I don't know why his name is Taylor, but his name is Taylor. Like, and he's yeah. like, Mr. Streeter, I'm the most, you know, brilliant organic chemist in, in this year's class. But God damn it. I just love Shakespeare. And you're like, yeah, let's go talk about that. Come on, buddy. It's okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The world doesn't need no, more I chemists. A... You're just going to make more bad things. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It's like, I, I, yeah, Josh, you know, I, I, I did have this summer internship where I was going to go work at the uh, Large Hadron Collider, uh, but instead I'm going to go to acting camp. <laughs> it's like, oh, <laughs> oh, dearie, dearie, dearie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, you know what? I think there's another group of people who appreciates hearing not only what I have to say, the things that I nerd out about, but also the things that you nerd out about, Mark, and 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 that that segment of the like world population, I think, is growing larger and larger every day. Yep. And and, and it's for this, it's for this thing, this two wizards podcast, which is what we're doing right now. Hell yeah! 
<laughs> so yes, welcome everybody. My name is Josh, and I am a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I am a wizard. And yeah, welcome you guys. Here we are once again in our wizard's towers. And um, I'm excited for tonight because number one, I got a fresh new microphone, and I hope it sounds great. Yeah. That's Thank right. you, Podcast yeah. Godmother. But also, it's a very special episode because <laughs> Josh is taking the helm. And before we do that, we can't yes. get too ahead of ourselves. we got to start this like we always do. Josh, what do you have with you in your Wizard's Tankard? Uh, well, in my Wizard's Tankard, uh, the, as, as usual, the Mrs. Wizard did, did fantastic work. Uh, these were somewhat thematically chosen, but maybe not necessarily. Uh, let's see here. I think, okay, yeah, maybe I'll start off with this one. Um, but I have a beer. This is from Three Floyds. Yeah, okay. Three Floyds Brewing LLC uh, from Munster, Indiana. And it is their Alpha King Pale Ale. Um, it's not normal, it says on the side. <laughs> and then it also says, Alpha King is a bold yet balanced American Pale Ale with slight sweetness and aggressive citrus hoppiness. So I have an Alpha King Pale Ale from Three Floyds. Right on. Yeah. How about you, man? What what's what's sounding good? What's looking good? And what will hopefully be tasting good? Um, our Twitter followers. I know that there's a couple of you. At least one of you that saw this. Yeah. Um, our so my buddy, your buddy, our mutual buddy, and podcast brother Johnny came down this weekend, and we did some live recordings of Dangle Podcast. But yeah, son. Yeah, and he showed up at my door with a, a six pack of red rum. There we go. And, he, and it was crazy because he showed up and he's like, do you like this shit? I saw it because it had Stephen King. And I was like, Johnny, you don't even <laughs> know, baby. So I got that. But then on deck, um, my Mrs. Wizard found some um, Eddie Lyon pumpkin patch. And I oh, bet it's skunky nice. or I bet it's amazing. But either way, I'm, I am <laughs> gassed as hell to have a pumpkin beer here in March. So, yeah. Yeah, man. That's awesome. That's yeah, good so- stuff. Well, hey, without any further ado, then, uh, here's Anya. Cheers, good buddy. Oh, boy. Mm. God, that shit is so good. It's like, it depresses me how good that beer is. <laughs> In the best way possible, you know? like You know, I, I honestly think, I, I honestly think, you know, we can even use our official twowizardspodcast at gmail.com uh, a, a, a account. Send the good people at... Um, uh, Estes Park. Estes Park, yeah, I was I was just there. I was just there. Yes, Estes Park Brewing. I bet we could do something like, look, just like maybe like a six pack, uh, once a month even. Just like once a month, we'll we'll absolutely give you all the publicity that we have to our to our audience. I bet. I I think we're getting to the point where we can maybe start soliciting for for some of that stuff. But um, but yeah, I don't know, man. That's yeah. awesome. Well, and oh, now yeah. yeah, shoot. Now I I'm I'm also thinking like well. Crap, when's the next time I uh, am in Colorado and can get my hands on some of this red rum ale? Because I've had it talked up so much. I'm, I'm excited. I would love to tell you that, like, I could grab a six-pack and save it for you. And the next time you're down here, like, in my <laughs> Wizard's Tower and we're recording live, like, we could split it. Mm-hmm. I would love to tell you that. But quite frankly, like, nah, I'd sell my soul for more of this shit. Like, I, I couldn't have it in the house. <laughs> like, I would have to, like... It'd be too tempting. Buy it, get super shit housed, hammered, and then like hide it somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> and then like I know what's in here, and then I would just yeah. be Jack Torrance, like with my with my Viking axe, like chopping through the walls. Yeah, chopping. where are you? Where are you? Come in here and take your medicine. 
Oh god. Yeah, that's too awesome. That's too awesome. Uh yeah, and in this uh, Alpha King is living up to the to its designation, I guess. It is uh it is it is it is pretty choice, pretty choice. So what is it? Like what type of uh it's a it's a pale ale. It's not an Indian pale ale. Um it's just like a sort of regular pale ale. So like, yeah, like halfway between I don't know. Uh like there's there 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 is a nice uh, hop profile, but it's not overpowering. Okay. Um, there's a little bit of the malty sweetness uh, as well. So yeah, just a nice balanced overall uh, kind of beer here. Right on. And it's uh, I thought I just saw it. Uh, oh, this is awesome too. It's uh six point six six percent ABV. Oh. Well, hail Satan! So, as we record this on Satan. the sixth, yeah, it's great, <laughs> right? And, well, and, and there it is, even so. Yes, uh, so as as we are recording this episode, and and I know that we 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 kind of had a whole batch of episodes kind of pre-recorded because you went on your uh, Hawaiian trip, mm-hmm. and so it's nice again. It's nice again to like, yeah, get back and do this thing. Um, uh, and and yes, and it just so happens that. Uh, as we are recording this on March sixth, twenty twenty two, there's a little there's a little kind of event uh, happening here in Columbus, Ohio, and that's this event is going to be the sort of springboard of uh, tonight's topic. It's this little you know tiny, kind of obscure, um, yeah, sort of like like weightlifting and like bodybuilding. Uh, kind of co- uh, a convention, competition, festival, fitness, nutrition stuff, um, and it's this little thing called the Arnold Classic. <laughs> Arnold Classic, Josh, it's time so, to get pumped. We need to get ready for the beaches. It's coming, baby. <laughs> yeah, and so and so yes, it's the Arnold Sports Festival, the 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 Arnold Classic. Well, it, it, and actually, there's there's two there, there's two parts of it. So within like the greater umbrella of the Arnold Sports Festival, named of course for Arnold Schwarzenegger, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there is the there is the Arnold's Classic, which is the like bodybuilding kind of competition, and then there's also the Arnold Strongman Classic, which is yeah like strongman competition, weightlifting and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's 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 a thing. It's a huge goddamn thing. Um. And so, yeah, my first, uh, my first, uh, um, and, and it's usually like late February, early March, something like that. My very first time uh, being here in Columbus and like you would hear about it on the radio and like traffic gets diverted. It's a huge goddamn deal. Oh, damn. Um, and uh, yeah, so we were, uh, the Mrs. Wizard and I, we were going to a play at the like theater uh, building there at OSU campus, um, and and like this whole Arnold stuff, like there's an enormous event center downtown and all this stuff going on. Um, but we're walking into the theater building, and there's like bodybuilders there. There's like dudes and like gals who are buff as shit and all oh, greased shit. up and in bikinis, and like apparently it the it they were over capacity at the convention center. And so like, here I am in like my flannel shirt and uh, you know, like pair of jeans walk around and then there's just these ripped to shit people like doing their flexes and stuff. It's like, Oh God damn, this is amazing. Um, <laughs> right on. So, yeah, so we're, 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 we're going to do that. We're going to sort of take inspiration from that. And uh, today's episode is, yeah, going to be about uh, feats of strength, strong men and strong women and, 
maybe listeners, maybe maybe you want to get buff. Maybe you have been wanting to get back in the gym for a little bit. So so that's that's kind of the arc of this episode is strong 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 man, strong men, strong women, buff, getting getting strong, all that good stuff. Okay, <laughs> cool. And just maybe I'm wrong, but didn't I see that you just last week you reported that you have begun lifting again? Yes, that well and and even and even sort of I'm I'm uh Walking the walk and talking the talk. I've started lifted, lifting again. Um, I I picked up my COVID-19 pounds of body fat just from like being more sedentary and not working out as much. And so, yeah, I'm I'm actually, uh, I stepped on the scale and I'll admit it. Uh, uh, my my like transparency will maybe inspire others. So I'm like, yeah, six, six four, six, five. Um, I stepped on the scale the other day. And I was 200 pounds, which, yeah, for like a normal six and a half foot tall person, you wouldn't think about it. But Mark, you know me, I'm like an ectomorph. I'm like a walking stick. And I do, I have a little belly. I have a little bit of a like beer, beer gut here. And I'm not saying, wow, is like a fat shaming. I'm more, Josh, I've known you since what, 2007. So what is that? Like 14 years at this point? Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. for for the first time in that time, you weigh more than I do because I'm sitting pretty right. at like 185 pounds. And I think that's exact. Yeah, because because you've also been like I remember. Um, yeah, through like all of January and February, like you were on your own quest. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, you know, maybe like be a little more selective in what I pour into my wizard's tankard and yeah. Um, I'm 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 guessing that you're also still kind of continuing to work out at, at some capacity. So I have made yeah. the effort at to or the commitment or whatever you want to call that. I started actually lifting again this week. But yeah, see, and so it is. I think there's just something in the air, right? Like maybe it's our sort of like lower brain stem animal brain that's like, okay, uh, winter hibernation is like starting to end up. Uh, we've got to got to get out of our caves and we got to got to get active again. Got to get out on the hunt on the prowl. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. Also, a hungry wizard you... podcasts better. <laughs> yeah. But then also, yeah, hearing you say, Josh, this is the first time in our yeah fourteen year friendship that you weigh more than I do. That's also me being like, oh shit, yeah, that's probably right. And like, that's not at all to say that like you were a like chubby guy. You're you're just buff. You're just a big buff. I've dude. been I've been thicker in my life, especially like yeah. in the last couple years. Like, you know that whole. You don't lift as much, but you drink a lot more because depression's a real bitch and alcohol yeah. is your coping mechanism. Well, there you go. <laughs> right. But well, and and for and me, truly, for me, it like, is like and and whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, you make the effort. Yeah. And... Well, and and not to like uh, c- continue to like play this card, but truly, when uh, yeah, like uh, this 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 COVID thing started up and like 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 everything was shut down. Um, or most things were shut down, including things like, like gyms and fitness centers and rec centers and things like that. Uh, and in, in a lot of places, um, yeah, like, uh, liquor stores and bars opened up before fitness centers did. Mm -hmm. Uh, so that was kind of weird. Speaking of the Arnold back in, um, yeah, March, 2020, um, and, and and I understand this too, right? Because we this thing had just emerged and we didn't know what it was. Like the Arnold of the year 2020 was just canceled completely. Mm-hmm. Um, and people were pissed about this. You could imagine like a bunch of like, like super jacked, um, high testosterone, uh, 
Central Europeans, like, wait, I just flew into Columbus, Ohio. What is this? Now you're saying that 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 the competition is not going to continue. And so I'm sure there was a lot of like, just angry dudes like punching cement pillars around, <laughs> punching around the cement city. Pillars. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that's it too. I think I think a lot of people are yeah they're ready to like again get out there get active. And and so yeah, sort of taking inspiration with that. Um, okay. That's that's yeah. what we're going to talk about. But also, because uh, because um, yeah, our listeners will probably recall. Wait a second, didn't didn't you kind of already cover some of this stuff in your O to Man uh, Part Two episode, the like anniversary episode? Because I know like I like like we I was talking about a lot of the um, Olympic lifting records that were being set. And then you were sharing with everybody about uh, Milo of Croton, one of yep. the like earliest. So, so, so yes, we have Bororoses or whatever the hell his name was, his stone. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, yeah, we, yeah. We're, we're, we'll, we will sort of remind everybody of that, too. So, so yes, okay, we cool. are. We, we, we did tangentially talk about some of the stuff and we're not going to rehash all that old. So we're, we're, we're going to go and talk about other things, too. Um, and, and yeah, Mark, this is a topic that you're also uh, 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 very familiar with. And so even though I sort of prepared most of it, I'm sure there's going to be plenty of opportunities for you to jump in and be like, well, yeah, Josh, I'm going to enlighten you and our audiences about this other thing. So, yeah, for sure. All right. So, yeah, I guess let's just, let's just do it then. Let's just dive in. Let me pull up my notes here. Um, and so and so, yeah, I. I want to talk at least a little bit because we always do. We get so excited for like mythological things and like old, old historical legendary stuff. Um, and yeah, like I think just being buff is built into our DNA that like mm-hmm. that's an aspiration. Like almost all of the like heroes of whatever folklore, whatever mythology, whatever cultural background, like almost everybody has like a buff dude in their like history <laughs> and and so i want to pay honor i want to pay honor to some of those um but uh but yeah so uh yeah i just have a list here of various strong men and i think a couple of strong women i think i got a couple of strong women in here too um and i would be remiss if i did not start off with of course uh your your boy and mine heracles of pop, pop. ancient greek pop pop uh, the son of uh, Zeus and Alcmene, uh, demigod, crazy strong dude, and also going way back to like early episodes, listeners will know that I'm deeply protective of Heracles because mm-hmm. Disney so royally screwed him over in their 1997 full-length animated feature. <laughs> I'm still upset about that. It's been almost two years, and I'm I'm, I'm mad. I'm easy mad there, it. big guy. Easy, easy. <laughs> Actually, yes, no. You so, know what? Hang that. This hmm. is your chance. Get get mad. Yeah, this is my chance. Because so one of the biggest again biggest faux pas I I thought was having Hades be the bad guy. Because mm-hmm. in, like, the entire Heracles, like, mythical cycle, like, that never happens. 
Hades like has like Hades just kind of mopes around in the underworld because that's that's just who he is. He's not gonna like, oh, I'm gonna resurrect the Titans and oh, curse this. There's a oracle that says I'm gonna be defeated by Harry. No, that's stupid. Um, and they even Latinized his name right for like taking place in ancient Greek. They went with Hercules instead of Heracles. And what and does I Heracles can... mean, Josh? What what does Heracles mean? Well, Hera comes from. Uh, the goddess Hera, uh, Zeus's wife, and uh, Cles, uh, in general, like yeah, you see that at a lot of names, right? Like Sophocles, um, Themistocles, uh, Heracles, and and Cles means glory. Uh, mm-hmm. It comes from this noun kleos, which is like uh, related to like to like calling. So it, it, it's like what people hear about you. What people hear about you is hopefully like heroic, glorious stuff. Cleese, glory. So it's it's the glory of Hera. Um, that's what this dude's name is. But then you also may say, well, wait a sec, Josh. Like 45 seconds ago, ago you said Zeus was born of uh, Zeus and this mortal alchemy. Uh, Josh, uh, wait. Just 45 seconds ago, you said that Heracles was born of Zeus and this mortal, mortal alchemy. I said her name wrong. Fuck. Sorry. Why is uh, his name Glory of Hera? Why isn't it Alcmenocles or Zeus? Or no, I guess that'd be Diocles. Because um, like how, how that name kind of uh, gets, gets, gets altered. Well, funny story about that reader. Zeus, as you probably know, is a bit of a horn dog. Uh, he does what he wants, literally, or whom he wants. Um, and, what yeah, he wants. Yeah, he does whoever he wants. And, uh, yep, uh, got together with Alchemy. And this is actually, on the one hand, it's kind of sweet. But on the other hand, it's also kind of gross. So Alchemy was married and her husband was off fighting in a war for however long. Uh, When Zeus came and seduced her, he disguised himself to look like her husband. And she was like, oh, honey, I've missed you so much. And they have like... Uh, a monstrous well no not a monstrous a wondrous there we go we'll go with that a wondrous lovemaking <laughs> session Zeus like halted the moon in the sky so that he could keep doing it with uh, Alchemy for like hours and hours and hours um, finally leaves uh, uh, smiling and satisfied day night cycle spins up again and, like, right as soon as he leaves, like, 20 minutes later, enough time for Al- Alchemy to, like, get a drink of water, uh, her actual husband comes back and is like, Honey, I've missed you so much. Oh, this war is so terrible. I've, I've, I just love you, baby. Let's go back to the bedroom. And she's like, Well, okay. I mean, I'm always down for <laughs> round 36, but, yeah, let's go. And he's like, Wait, what? <laughs> oh, no. So it's weird. Like, so, yeah, like, Zeus, like... Yeah, like cucked this guy, but as the guy, revenge of so, the nerdster, him. Yeah, exactly them, yeah. right. And like, we can't really fault Alchemy because I mean, one, it's Zeus. Like he, well, yeah, he's gonna yeah, do yeah. what he's gonna do. And it's not like he showed up as like some other man. He showed up as her husband. So like, I, I mean, isn't that doesn't that say something about like matrimony and marital fidelity? Like, I don't know. But anyway, so then uh, Alchemy and her actual husband do do the deed. And uh, Zeus is born as a twin. Um, 
It's it's him and oh, what's his twin brother's name? Is it Iphicles? I think it's Iphicles. You mean you mean Heracles, right? You said Zeus. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. So, so thank you. Yeah. So yeah, there's Heracles, and I think his twin brother is Iphicles, or maybe okay. Zeus was born as Iphicles and then he had his name changed. I forget. Doesn't matter. Point being, wasn't yeah, Kratos I, his brother, or is that something different? Uh, that might be something. I, or I'm all, okay, I also might be doing that God of War deal where I take the God of War narrative and construe it as actual Greek mythology. Yeah, I mean, it could be. It could be part. Oh, okay. So yeah, you um, fight Her- You fight Hercules in God of War three, and he has this whole line about you killed the God of War. I had to go find a fucking apple. Like and that's. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe yeah, maybe that's what it is. Uh, bum. Okay, hold hold on here. Yeah, I'll I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, you're good. You're good. Okay, I just gotta go to the whole Wikipedia. You can take. <laughs> no, okay, no, I was right. It was it was Iphicles. Iphicles. Okay, it cool. was Iphicles. So, so anyway, so Hera, and even like the story of how Heracles was born is kind of like. There's a whole other thing to like. As soon as Hera finds out that Zeus is for the upteenth time uh, fooling around on her. She like immediately has it out for this kid, and it's like, okay, I'm gonna make this kid's life uh, hell. I'm gonna make it miserable, and so she actually convinces the goddess of childbirth um, to like sit cross-legged outside of Alcmene's bedroom, so that she can't give birth. She literally can't give birth. She's in labor for like you know days or whatever. Oh God. Um. Yeah, and so and so again, like, and I can understand Hera being kind of upset about this but you know you you take it out on on your cheating man you don't take it out on his side piece or whatever well yeah like yeah uh don't but hate so, the player hate the game yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't hate the player hate the hate the 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 three uh moirai the three like fortune tellers there's like look this is this is this is what fate's gonna be like um so that <laughs> since we have uh, but anyway, and so, and, and so Hera sends down a pair of snakes she, uh, to, to, to kill, and she doesn't know which, which one is her, which one is Zeus's kid, which one is, is Amphitryon, the, the, the mortal husband's. So, okay, well, snakes will kill them both. And okay. Heracles, little baby Heracles, very famously, like, the, the snakes crawl into the cradle or whatever, the, the crib. And he like strangles them and is like swinging them around and playing them like like a baby rattle. Um, <laughs> and then like at that point, everybody was like, "Oh, okay, yep, that's that's Zeus's son. That's who it is." <laughs> um, there was a there's another kind of famous famous story too, where like baby Heracles um, is it, again like ah like I'm kind I'm kind of I'm a little baby and I'm weak, and so Athena uh, sneaks him up to Olympus. And uh, Hera is like snoozing or whatever, um, and Athena like sneaks baby Heracles um, to breastfeed from Hera, but because he's super buff and super strong, he like sucks so violently, um, <laughs> and like that all this milk comes spraying out, and that's why we have the Milky Way. Oh God! Yeah. <laughs> The, the 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 word galaxy and galactic that's from the Greek word for milk. No so, shit. Yeah. Hold so on. yeah. So that so that that's why we have the Milky Way because uh, little baby Heracles was just really thirsty. 
Jesus. <laughs> okay, cool. You, yeah, or, yeah. you know what? Fine. You know what? I'll take it. I like it. It's fine. It's it's cool. Okay. Yeah. And so and so then of course like he goes on these, um, uh, goes on all, all these adventures. Um, very unfortunate. He's known to have a bit of a bad temper. Um, he gets enrolled in music lessons uh, by this musician named Linus. And I think they're trying to teach him the harp. Is that what okay. it was? Um, oh, no. The Well, essentially, yeah. But but the lyre. Um, oh, okay. And again, okay. So if you're strong enough to like blast breast milk out into the galaxy, <laughs> it's kind of hard to like be very deft and subtle and play this delicate instrument that the lyre is. And apparently his teacher Linus got upset and was, was like yelling at Heracles like... Why can't you play this thing? And so Heracles takes the lyre and smashes him on the head with it and kills him. Um, <laughs> and so, so yeah, after that, you, you kind of, yeah. Maybe, like, being around people is not is not your, like, forte. Um, and so uh, a fact he... that I know all too well. <laughs> right. Uh, and so uh, a little later on, Heracles marries uh, 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 a Theban princess, uh, Megara. Mm-hmm. See, like starts a family, has has a happy life. Uh, Hera again, always plotting in the background and, and holding this grudge. She kind of uh, places this madness on Heracles, where he loses his senses. He thinks that his wife and his children are like demons or like monsters. And he's like, oh, I know how to take care of this. I'm Heracles. Heracles smash. Oh, um, and yeah, kills his own family. All because, you know, under Hera's, yeah, sort of, sort of like a, a curse. Her, her, her charm, her spell. Uh, and yes, uh, 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 killing your family is a big, big no-no. I mean, everywhere, it should be a big, big no-no, but especially in, yeah, like, uh, Greek culture. And so, in order to, like, uh, pay pay uh, penance for this, he goes to his cousin, Eurystheus, um, who is the king of, um, oh, some... Gunhold Kingdom. It doesn't matter, <laughs> and it's and it's Eurystheus who sends him out to complete these originally ten tasks, these ten labors, um, uh, where it's like yeah, kill the Nemean lion, kill the Lernian hydra, uh, chase down the Caledonian boar, um, steal the like girdle from the Amazon queen Hippolyta. So they're not always feats of strength, but a lot of times it's a chance for him. Literally to like flex on the rest of the world. Clean up this um, horse shit. Yeah, clean up this horse shit. <laughs> clean out these filthy, filthy stables. Um, uh, yeah, go go get these golden apples from a dragon, but he can't do it, so he trades places with Atlas, who's holding up the sky. So like, so that's how strong Heracles is too. Not only can he spit milk uh, at uh, yeah, like escape velocities. He can hold up the goddamn sky, um, and and all and all that stuff. And so so yes, he is like the the like proto uh, typical example, at least in like our kind of cultural understanding of like the 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 strong man, the strong okay. person. Uh, well, and actually, Mark, maybe I'll even hand off to you a little bit he, uh, here too, because I know this oh, yeah. is one of your favorites. 
Um, Heracles, again, he shows up. He he kind of had his own kind of like epic poem. Uh, uh-huh. We don't have it anymore. Um, he uh, uh, He's in like other kind of poems and things. He's a very popular character. Um, and he shows up in, of course, Greek theater as well. And you know one of these plays that it kind of yeah is an important part of his story uh the trachinii also known as the women of trachis um you you want to like take it over and like give a little kind of summary about and and that's like i mean spoiler spoiler alert that's like at the very end of his life but but what's what's the women of trachis the the trachinii what's that about so it's been like 14 years but um (laughs) Well, yeah, that's okay. Not, about 12 years. Yeah. But if I recall correctly, cause I have done audition pieces from this cause Hey mm-hmm. listeners, I'm an egotist and I think that I am on par with Hercules, Heracles. I am hard to get along with. I'm always angry, but Ooh, I'm strong as shit, but I've got a good heart at the end of the day. And I, right. um, used one of his pieces as an audition piece. So I've read it. I've read it at least once or twice. And, um, if I recall correctly, it's basically the story of, uh, Heracles, he is tricked by his wife. So his wife is tricked by a centaur, whose name I forget. Yes. She gives him a magical robe. He puts it on, and that kills him. Is that about the the sum of it, right? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. about the sum of it. So, like, so, so he does. He does. Um, his first wife, Megara, uh, he he kills her. He later marries uh, another princess named uh, Dejanera. Um. And she, like, how they met, um, she was, like, yeah, in the process of, like, getting uh, kidnapped slash uh, sexually assaulted slash raped by, yeah, this uh, evil centaur. Um, That's ner- what it is, yeah. N- ner- Nerios? N- Nerios? Uh, yeah. 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 Um... So, I know that we hate the movie, but I'm, like, oh, 90% no, wait, oh, no, wait, sure no. that... The centaur so, that yeah. is attacking, that Meg uses to trick Hercules in the movie or whatever, is the name of the centaur from Women of Trachis. I'm like 90% sure. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. I, and again, I, I, I had to double check this. Actually, so, and, well, and his wife, Dejanera, she is portrayed as a very sympathetic character here. And one of the classics professors, he has a, he had, he gave a really good kind of mini lecture about this. She essentially has like PTSD. Mm-hmm. And her, her mind is like completely, yeah, like broken from all this trauma that she suffered. Um, uh, De Janeiro was first going to be married to a river god, uh, that's what Achilles. it was. Yeah. And like this, a- this Achilles river god is like horrific. Um, Heracles comes along, like wrestles the river god, kills him. So like you see, okay, that's traumatic enough. He like hoists her over his shoulders, like, all right, let's go find your father and let's get married. As that's happening, it's Nessus. That's the centaur. Nessus. I knew it started with an N. Yeah, I knew. I knew. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's been uh, it's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's fine too because I forgot too. So, so yeah. So um, uh, they they come across a centaur as they're trying to like ford a different river, and Nessus is like, "Oh, hey, I'll carry uh, De Janeiro across, and, and Heracles, you can come across." And that's when Nessus, yeah, tries to like steal her for himself. Heracles shoots him uh, with a bow. Uh, that was dipped in the poisonous venom of the Lernian Hydra. And so as Nessus is laying dying and then, like his blood's flowing out, he like and he's carrying Dejanera with him. He's like, hey, honey, um, my blood, because I'm a centaur, is like magic. So like here, take like this little like bit of your like robe, um, this little fabric and like dip it in my blood. This will be like a love charm. And if ever you think that Heracles 
uh, is going to like cheat you or abandon you or something like that, just like have him wear this little piece of fabric with my like magic centaur blood, and then that'll um, it'll be a love charm and he won't leave you. And so, and so then yeah, and then in this Greek tragedy, the Trachinia, that's what happens. Dejanera thinks that Heracles is going to marry a younger, prettier princess. She finds the little cloth. She gives it to um, their kid, uh, Hillis, their son, to give to his dad. So yes, it's, it's a centaur blood, but it's centaur blood that it's like tainted with the hydra poison. And it, it is horrific because like Heracles is so strong, this poison that literally kills every, everything else, it can't kill him. Mm-hmm. But it just is like writhing horrible pain. Um, and so yeah, like the last third of the play is Heracles just like roaring in pain because... Uh, and he like picks up a messenger and like again just like out of frustration and all that he like picks up a messenger by a leg by his leg and like throws him into a mountainside and the dude's head just like splatters <laughs> <laughs> I love that uh, so, though I love that he just even at, in his death throws he's like oh you could die too yeah in his in his death throws you might say <laughs> and then the messenger um, is oh no but i'm afraid of heights and heracles yeah. all, get down <laughs> but i'm the messenger bitch and so and so then finally um yeah like he the only way that he can die is like again like jumping on his like funeral pyre so they have to like build build this yeah giant uh, wooden like bonfire and he's jumping yeah. and like that's the only way that he can die and then, yeah it's it's a great it's a great play very typical greek tragedy but um yeah it's awesome so i looked up i so i found the the piece that i used can i just read this little bit here because i think it's beautiful oh please oh i love it yes this is great this is great okay so everybody here it is uh, an excerpt from uh the women of trachis by sophocles <clears throat> take it away this is heracles to many the hard labors that my arms and shoulders have endured, to many to mention them all, neither Hera nor Eurystheus made me endure a thing so dreadful as to wa- as that which Aeneas' daughter, beautiful and evil, both once, Deonara, has made me endure. A robe covered in the blood of an evil centaur, a robe woven, you could say, by the spirits of vengeance, a robe that is killing me. It has struck me upon the sides of my body, and having gone through my flesh is now eating at my entrails, my veins, my lungs. It has sucked the heart, it has sucked out my heart of all its fresh blood. Here in this net of death I am captured, that no enemy spears, nor the children of of earth-born giants, nor the madness of wild beasts, nor Greeks, nor barbarians, nor foreign lands, which I cleansed, did this to me. Only a woman, a woman. A woman alone, weak, unmanly, and without help of sword, has vanquished me. Come, my son, show that you are my own true son, and disown your mother now. For now on do do not call her your your mother. Go and take her, and bring her to me. Put her in my hand, so that I can be certain that your suffering is greater when you see my body writhe in pain, when you see her suffering justly from the same torture. Oh, Oh, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. it and it, it goes on. It he is. talks about all this cool shit I've done. But yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Cool. And, and again, so yeah. So that is the rather, yeah, ignoble end of Heracles. Um, but as he is on the funeral pyre, as he's like finally like actually dying, he he experiences an apotheosis. 
He is he is turned from a demigod into a full god, and um, yeah, like ascends up to Olympus and is fully immortal. And then he shows up in comedies as like a complete dunce. <laughs> Does that piss you off at all? Like, really, this dude who did nothing wrong gets totally fucked over by his mother, and then like yeah. totally atones for it. Then just to get mm-hmm. like you know betrayed, and then he shows up later on as <laughs> I'm the uh uh, it's just me, George. I'm here to slay the Hydra, George. Hurt or hurt? Like, does that yeah. piss you off? Because it pisses me off. It it, it does, it, and. It, it, and yeah, and I think that's also like our understanding of what a hero is is like like is very different from like yeah the the, the sort of ancient Greek understanding of a hero. And I think I've talked about this before, but it's like a, a hero is just someone who's like crazy powerful, uh, and that can be for good or it can be for not so good stuff. And, and yeah, it is kind of I think it is kind of unfortunate that yeah he is, but but in a lot of ways I don't know that's kind of like. That's kind of how much they liked him. Like they liked him so much that they had him appear, even in comedies, even in tragedies, and um, yeah. So, so yeah. I but but I am also sympathetic that it is sort of like reinforcing the like all all brawn no brains kind of kind of stereotype. But it bugs me. I I don't know. Never mind. Without getting too apologist for like buff guys can be intelligent too like <laughs> but that's just well right and then like because and then also you know later on we see all these other like very famous warriors and like other heroes i think you can call a lot of these guys heroes too um yeah from like the trojan war and so uh often it's uh 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 ajax is, mm-hmm. well there's two right but it's ajax um, the greater and ajax the lesser Right, and so yeah, Ajax the Greater. I I believe that's Telamonian Ajax. There's there's Oilian Tel- there, there's Oilian Ajax, and I think he's the lesser. And then there's Telamonian Ajax, who's the greater. Who's yeah, like crazy big, crazy strong. Also the subject of a great Sophocles tragedy. Um, and and yeah, he does kind of represent that sort of like archetype of like crazy strong, kind of dumb. And then he gets com- contrasted with Odysseus, who's like, yeah, like, you know, pretty strong. He, he's, he's not the buffest guy, but he's like the wily, tricky, uh, plotting strategist kind of dude. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I don't, but, but I think that's also maybe part of it too, right? Like, like no one person has everything. No one person has like all the, all the like gifts or, or, or virtues. You like can either be strong the- or you can be clever. Yes, strong or clever, or you can be, yeah, like the closest you can get to invincible is Achilles. Um, but then, of course, he he has he still has his weak weak spot, um, and so I I don't know. I think that's also kind of part of it too. Is like all of us, like n- none of us are perfect. Don't be going and getting that hubris, you, because, <laughs> um, because yeah, you can, um do this amazingly strong thing, but, but don't be, don't be getting a big head about it. So I, I don't know. Um, Oh, good for you. Yeah. You hoisted the sky above your head. Yeah. Big man, Heracles. It's like, yeah, just like some dude off to the side doing the slow clap. We're all so impressed. <laughs> that dickhead from Caddyshack about to lift it. Yeah. Well, go on. We're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> 
All right, and so yes, I did want to again give some fair, give some absolute fair due to Heracles, but he's not the only one. He's not the only one who's very strong and holds up the sky. Um, I just want to go through very quickly. <laughs> I kind of had to come up with that at the last minute there. Not at all. You um, crushed it. I love it. Okay, but yes. Yeah, so I, here's like, uh, uh, cue up the 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 Wii music. Here's some other strong strong figures from other mythologies around the world. Okay. Um, start off with uh, uh, and this episode is coming. One day this episode will, will be here because we talked about it in Civ. We're talking about it now. Uh, Gilgamesh, of course, from the Epic of Gilgamesh. Gilgamesh, crazy yeah. strong guy. Uh, literally wrestled and pinned down. Uh, like a god. I mean, that's that's pretty legit. Uh, he and his bromance with uh, Enkidu, they like, yeah, they're like wrestling and tuss- and tussling and fighting, and they realize like, hey, you're pretty buff. Hey, you're pretty buff. Let's be friends, okay? And then like high five that I'm sure like echoes across the world. The um, broest <laughs> of bro ships you could ever have. Yeah, right. Truly. Yeah. So yes, listeners, hold tight. We are doing like a full-on Gilgamesh um, episode there. So he absolutely needs mentioning here. It's really hard to pick just one character from like the Hindu religion and traditions. Because like, Mm -hmm. I love all of these guys. You you, you like see the outrageous um, uh, uh, scenes in like Bollywood action movies. And it's it's like, yeah, because like that's what all of their like epic poems, like that's what the... Maraha, uh, the uh, God, the Maraha Bata. Is that right? Uh, sure. I I know I'm, the, I know the word. I can't think of it offhand. Yeah. I'm I'm just I'm just so jazzed up that like <laughs> saying words is hard because it's like uh so so yeah like Lord Lord Rama for instance yeah um he he's he can destroy an entire army with just one arrow. <laughs> How awesome is that? <laughs> because like that, that's because that arrow is a goddamn um, uh, analogy for nuclear destruction, but that's for a later episode. Right? No, yeah. No, yeah. It's it, it, Ma- yeah. You it, know, maybe Ma- Mahabharata, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I, I, I think I maybe had the had the accent in a different place, but yeah. So there's also these two guys, uh, uh, Karna and Arjuna. And it's like if I, my kind of understanding is like with those two, it's almost like if Gilgamesh and Enkidu did not have that bro ship, and it turned mm-hmm. into, uh, yeah, like or it went sour, it 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 went sour or south. Like these two guys, like yeah, they're both equally strong. Maybe Karna was like the stronger dude, but Arjuna kills him through like a little bit of treachery. Um, so it, man. There's a whole other like three, maybe that's even like a three-parter. Yeah, like going through the, uh, going through like all of like uh, Hindi folklore and all that. Because God, there's some cool stuff. Hell yeah. Um, uh, we have to also give a nod to uh, Sun Wung Kong, aka uh-huh. the Monkey King. Yes. Uh, from from Chinese folklore. He gives um, you plus four movement over mountains in Civ Six, right? Which you're yeah, which it, <laughs> and that? also yeah, tying it in with Civ Six, like how many of these uh, uh, characters appear also as yeah, like recruitable heroes. Also, um, sidebar: Hercules will build your goddamn um, district. Yeah. it's great. Yeah, 
yeah, go or, set up four different cities will... and then have him bounce around and just use up. A... Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Or he will can go through and like destroy any of your enemies' districts just like with a click of a mouse button. So yeah, super super buff. Uh, but but Monkey King also yes has extra movement. Uh, he is also uh, said to be able to carry a heaven mountain, whatever that is. Uh, okay. He can carry a heaven mountain on each shoulder, and while he's doing that, run with the speed of a meteor. So that's pretty badass. <laughs> that's that's so fucking cool. I love that. That's, that's so really cool, right? neat. Yeah, run with the speed uh, of a. Ooh, I like that a lot. <laughs> That's Sorry awesome. that that horned me up. That that like hit a button. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. He is, so and and his weapon in battle um is is a is an iron staff that can like change in size and weight. Um mm-hmm. and it weighs and, and again like if it can change, you know, like whatever, it's kind of hard to tell, but it apparently weighs something like um 8 8000 kilograms, so 4 tons, which is <laughs> Okay. Which is like eighteen thousand pounds, and he just like whips this thing around and can. <laughs> that's his. That's his battle weapon. That's his battle weapon. Um, which also, yeah, I I get a kick out of. It, it, yeah, it seems like for a lot of these like archetypal strong characters, um, yeah, their weapons aren't like swords necessarily, but yeah, they're just like staves or like clubs for Heracles. That that he he just found an an olive tree. And just like tore a branch off, and like that was his weapon. He was bonk. I'm gonna bonk things with this. Well, but I um, like that better than a sword. If you're strong, like literally, yeah. sure. Okay, so like, let's say that Josh, you are reasonably strong as you, and let's say that Heracles is triple your strength, and you could like cut a dude's head off in one stroke. It's not impressive for a strong guy like Heracles to like cut off a dude's head in one stroke. But he has a goddamn olive tree that he ripped out of the ground and just beats the shit out of you with. Like, he doesn't need, like, processed anything. Just eat a dick. Here's this thing that I'm going to... Like, um, Samson murdering Philistines with the jawbone of an ass. Like, that's fantastic. Well, and wouldn't you know it? I also have Samson on my list here. And so, yeah, but no, that's exactly it. Yeah, like, the, like, biblical um, sort of strongman is Samson gets his power apparently from his, like, glorious long hair. Um, yes, and also as you mentioned, kills kills people with like yeah a jawbone. <laughs> that's that's his weapon of choice. Um, and then as I was doing some other kind of research, and I don't know, maybe this is me kind of getting too horned up for like li- linguistic stuff. Um, <laughs> but but the very famous kind of uh, uh, scene with uh, Samson is when he's like chained up in the temple, right? Yeah. And he and he destroys the temple. Uh-huh. Um, Apparently, there's like a pretty decent scholarly debate if Samson destroys the temple by pulling the columns together or pushing them apart. Interesting. And I just love See, that. I'm glad you're. I'm glad you're here because I kind of wanted to talk about Samson too. Yeah. Oh well. Well, well hey, why don't I? Yeah, hand hand the uh, eighteen thousand pound iron staff over to you <laughs> as I effortlessly and, grip it. Yeah, effortlessly and, and twirl it around. So, so yeah, what 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 else about Samson do you want to uh, lay on me, lay on our listeners? What's up? So I I don't know if you encountered this in your research, but I have encountered this several times. And I'm a big believer. We we talk a lot about sympathetic magic and like the archetypes mm-hmm. of stories and stuff. And there's a lot of um, biblical scholarly debate for like 
that Samson was supposed to be this weird, like, what would you call it, prototype of Jesus Christ? Oh, I did see some of that. But, yeah, but, so, yeah, like, he was born of a virgin about. mother. His birth was mm-hmm. heralded by angels. He was blessed with, like, preternatural strength. He was sent to deliver um, the Jews from the the uh, the Philistines and stuff like that, the same way that Jesus was going to deliver them from the Romans and all this good shit. And it's just all these weird little parallels. And then, like, yeah. um, one of the famous ones was Samson killed a lion, but then Jesus talks about how, like, his enemy is the devil who comes in the night like a roaring lion. And the uh, idea is that, like, Samson was the kind of dry run for it. But then, like, Jesus fucked up the temple with the moneylenders in it. Samson pulled the temple down oh, on the heads shit. of his enemies. It's all these little, like, these little that's really cool, cool little neat parallels. Yeah, and I, I was really, I really think that's neat, but yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm well. And yeah. And I'm glad that you did bring up all that stuff too. Because. Because. Yeah. It, and it is. It's. It. It is. It is interesting. Yeah. How. How many of these elements kind of get repeated, either like within a, uh, like a tradition, uh, or or like compared to, to other ones. But um, even like the idea of like Jesus crucified on the cross versus uh, Samson, like even now, like. I would go to the gym and the workout is called the iron cross where you like pull the cables apart from each other. It's the same. Uh And it's not the same, but it's like this, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and even what you're saying, did he pull down the pillars? Did he push the pillars down? Like, yeah. Stuff like that. It it, it is fascinating. Super fascinating stuff. Um, And then, then, yeah, just like a, just like a few more here. Um, I, I I wanted to shout out to this guy who also appears in uh, the Civ Civ six game mode. uh, Maui. Because you were also hanging out there in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. Um, and I've seen Moana. Uh, but yeah, uh, Maui is this other, like, yeah, a deity of, like, the Polynesian kind of tribes. Um, uh, and yeah, he was apparently so... And, and again, just go watch Moana, like, and that's it. Um, but in the meantime, uh, yeah, he was so strong. He used his uh, fish hook and he yanked up from the ocean floor uh, the islands that would become... New Zealand. Uh, yeah. He uh, using the same fish hook. Um, apparently, like again, it's also funny how like the day night cycle kind of pops up in some of these stories too. Um, he sort of like harnessed or like lassoed the sun and moon and made them more regularly orbit or or what appears like or orbiting. Um, so that, that's one of his things too. And and yeah, so go go watch. Moana. <laughs> um, Unless you're like me and I know I am, and you fucking hate The Rock. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Then skip. Then, then you listen it. Uh, you listen to it uh, in Spanish, so that <laughs> it's a different, it's a different voice actor, or like French or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. Well, we're we're gonna work on our. Um, what do we say? We're gonna work on Polish and yeah, <laughs> uh, Welsh. Right. Uh, well, well it, it, hey, actually, uh, Welsh, that, that kind of gets us to some of our other ones. Uh, t- taking a look at sort of the British Isles, um, one of the famous strong figures, uh, and this is more Irish, uh, but uh, Cuchulain, uh, again, like another like sort of prototypical, just super strong guy. Um, out of all of his many uh, accomplishments, the one that I think is pretty awesome is apparently um, when he died... Again, sort of like this idea of like honor and like dying an honorable death and all that. Um, he apparently like had his intestines ripped out 
and he used those to tie himself to a tree so he died standing upright oh jesus all right <laughs> so that's that, that's that's pretty wild kukulin's like like pretty badass too um beowulf also mm-hmm. appears in okay maybe this is just civ civ loose robes part part two because <laughs> all these dudes keep popping up well we really and didn't it, talk about in our civ episode about all the damn heroes so yeah well, true it's, it's, yeah yeah maybe that's true but yeah so beowulf <laughs> of course go go read his epic poem you could hear about his feats of strength uh in this like five day uh swimming race and he kills like nine sea monsters he rips grendel's arm off fights a dragon super buff guy fights um, a dragon underneath a lake like yeah right yeah, yeah. it's like hold yeah, right exactly uh and then um the the last one that at least i i want to touch on right now it also wouldn't be two wizards if we didn't give a little shout out to japan um this is and, and this is again like who's to say how many of those characters were like semi-historical or based on dudes I'm 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 thinking of like uh the the cult classic movie uh from 2000 Mystery Men where mm. uh, uh Ben Stiller portrays Mr. Furious and there's these stories like Roy I I've seen you lift a city bus I was like well it was a car but you lifted <laughs> over over your head I just kind of lifted it up I just picked it up a little bit yeah but you still did that all by yourself well there were some other people too <laughs> so who's to say Who's to say? But this guy, I also really dig. Um, and this is Saito Musashibo Benkei, who okay. often just, just goes by Benkei. And uh, yeah, this was a dude. This was a dude who lived um, from 1155 to 1189 CE. Um, uh, and, and, and yeah, there's all sorts of legends. Again, all sorts of stories about him. Um, apparently, by the age of 17, he was two meters tall it's like six and a half feet six 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 seven six eight somewhere around there uh super buff guy and again i love this too his weapons plural of choice uh he 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 carried his seven weapons of choice with him around all times um and mark they are in no particular order okay a broad a broad axe okay a rake okay a sickle a wooden mallet, a saw, an iron staff, and an actual like Japanese glaive, uh, n- n- uh, naginata. It's so like this dude is like Mister Hand, Mister Handyman. Like, oh hey, having some trouble with your leaves there? Why don't I just rake these up for you real quick? Oh, this he's tree Swiss fell Army down. Right, yeah, no, he, yeah, he's like Mister Swiss Army Knife. Um, oh, this tree fell down, is blocking the road. Let me get my saw out and I'll uh, cut this thing in half and clear the road. And again, we see a dude with a wooden mallet and an an, an iron staff, a tetsubo, uh, which you don't. And, and sure, like the naginata is like a bladed weapon, but that's like a, that's kind of like a spear. It's like a long spear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like a yeah, kind of a halberd kind of polearm thing. Yes. Um, yes, yes, so, yes. So, so yeah, just another dude, another strong dude who don't need no sword. I'm a I'm a strong mythological folklore character and I don't need no sword. <laughs> I like that too though. Like 
He's got he's got essentially the weapons that a peasant would have access to, you know, Precisely. like he has an yeah, axe, precisely. he has a saw, he has a rake. Like, yeah, it's it's cool. Well, and it's my understanding that, yeah, like a like pretty significant amount of yeah, like weapons and various various martial arts are, yeah, like improvised. Yeah, like farm tools, like 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 the Psy that Raphael uses in Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja Turtles. That that's like a farming Im, Im, implement. Um, the little sickle thing. Um, Kasaguriyama, the, yeah, the hammer, the the sickle and chain hammer, yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right. Um, and there's also like the uh, and I'm forgetting what they what there are, but they're like essentially like yeah, like wooden batons. And you can like kind of swing, and they have like a handle sticking out, and you can swing them around, and again like bop, bop people on the head with them. Um, yeah, like and so so he is like like Benkei is like yeah he's not so like fancy like noble born uh, warrior or like samurai. No, like he's he's like the people's strong man because look at all of his yeah like the tools of his trade, both for like uh, bashing people and for. Um, yeah, helping with a rice harvest or whatever, but a rake. Yeah. I love that. This dude carries a rake around. <laughs> <laughs> and so Benkei, the story goes, he made it a pledge because yeah, and, and also like he, he was tired of like all these corrupt samurai who are good for nothing and all that. Um, and he made it his personal mission to collect 1000 swords, uh, from dueling samurai. Because uh, like he he was tired of, of these dudes, he was sick of them. They were they were corrupt. They were oppressing the people and all that. And Benkei, the story goes, got all the way up to nine hundred ninety nine. So he was one sword uh, shy of his goal to collect a thousand. And his next duel was against this dude named Minamoto no Yoshitsune, uh, who defeated him. Who defeated oh, Benkei not once but twice. And then Benkei's like, all right, I guess not all samurai are jerks. I'm going to be your loyal retainer now. I'll follow you around and I'll like be your personal aide or whatever. Um, and so Benkei goes on and on and, and, and they have these battles. There's some, as typical, there's some like, yeah, big civil war going on. Um, uh, when Benkei uh, uh, dies or how he dies, apparently, is uh, uh, at the ripe old age of 34... <laughs> Um, facing some enemy army, and they just load them up with arrows. They don't want to go hand to hand. They just have all their arrow, their their, their archers just 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 pepper them with arrows. Cowards. And yeah, exactly, cowards. And uh, much like Kahulin, half the globe away, Benkei is said to have died standing up. Like he just has like how many arrows like sticking in, but he's 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 he died on his feet, even though. Uh, yeah, this this other army were, were cowardly. He died standing up and had a, had a righteous death. So, goddamn. So yeah, man, it's, I dig it. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. So yeah, strong strong men of history and legend and folklore and just just get a big blunt object and go around and smash monsters with it. <laughs> so Josh, what you're saying is carry a big stick. <laughs> Or a rake, get, get you or a rake. rake. <laughs> this like, yeah, it, it's like the the like kind of fake uh, trailer um, hobo with a shotgun. Um, 
Yeah, I want to see that movie like dude, dude, dude with a mallet, <laughs> dude with a rake. <laughs> I'd watch Hobo with a sledgehammer. <laughs> oh god! Oh man! So yeah, just again a whole bunch of really inspiring, uh, strong men. Well, and and. Really, like, I had to, like, really limit myself. Um, like, okay, Josh, like, you have to talk about more than just all these dudes and the cool stuff they do. But, but yeah, man, I just love it. I love it. And, and like, they're, they're like, beloved. And, and I guess I'm, I'm kind of, like, going back to one of my, yeah, I guess one of my, like, thesis statements. Like, yeah, that is the sort of, like, yeah, the, like, archetypal idea of what, yeah, like, a hero is what an important figure is, is he's just a buff dude. He's just a buff dude. And, <laughs> and, and in some instances, so, so I guess I'm going back to Heracles too. Like he, he does get a bad rap for being kind of dumb, but he's also crafty. Like, like he's a, like, so like when his very first uh, uh, labor is to go kill the Nemean lion and this thing's hide is impenetrable. Like, like nothing, like people have tried before their, their, their swords just like fold. And, what does Heracles do? Well, he finds that olive branch and he bops it on the head. He's like, oh, well, if I can't cut into this thing, then I'll just like smash its brains out. Uh, and then he's clever enough to like use the lion's own claws to kind of like skin it. And like he wears the lion's uh, hide as his like armor. So like, yeah, he he is a smart guy. He is a smart guy. Um or at least, yeah, kind of crafty or, or clever or something like that, too. So I, I don't know. Can I just say, yeah, listeners, if you're looking for a very, very late or very, very early Christmas gift for me, a uh, <laughs> lion's head cape, that's... That'd be badass. I would... So I, badass. Yes. Yes, please and thank you. <laughs> I do not well, believe I, that we should be killing lions right now, but if you happen to have a lion's head cape, please yeah, send, it, send it on over to this on. tower, because goddamn... Yeah, we will we will make sure that that is yeah put to put to use. Well, and and I guess I have a bit of a sort of early Christmas present or something like that. I have my second beer. Um, oh yeah, my Wizards Tankard. And so this is from uh, uh oh boy, T R T R O with an umlaut E G S. Uh, so I guess Trugs 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 yeah. Independent Brewing, and this is their. Truganator Double Bock <laughs> beer. Ooh, double bock. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, so baby. one taste of Truganator tells you this is no ordinary beer. At once malty and crisp, traditional yet timeless. A rebel with a sweet side. This deliciously dark double bock calls for so much grain, we had to custom build our brew house around it. Layered with notes of smooth uh, caramel, stone fruit, and fresh toasted grains, Nader is a beer for people who love beer. And hey, that's that would be me. So yeah, true Trugs Independent Brewing out of oh shoot Her- Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh hell, right on. How about that? How about that? Right on. And as luck would have it, I am cracking into my uh, other one, the Eddie Line Pumpkin Patch Ale made with pumpkin spice and honey. I bet it's crazy old, but I don't see a kill date on this. So whatever, even if it had one, I'd still drink the goddamn thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, here's. Cheers on you, buddy. Cheers, buddy. Oh, man. Mm. Mm. How's yours? How's yours? Mine's pretty good. Mine's pretty yeah? good. Right yeah. on. I 
am already horned up for October. <laughs> in one in one fell sip, I oh Let's god, can, can it be September yet, Josh? Fuck yeah. March, can't we just? Yeah, we're doing so. Yeah, right. There's like Christmas in July. We're doing Halloween in April. <laughs> I'm in. We're doing it. Which, I was going to do a deal about sense. like hoaxes and shit for the whole month, but fuck that noise. We're doing Halloween in <laughs> April. <laughs> Halloween in April, right? Uh, no, no, perfect. perfect. Halloween April. Yeah, Halloween. I don't know. We'll think about it later. Halloween, something like that. Something like that. Well, okay. So now, now that we've reloaded, um, so what I have sort of next, and I, I was inspired because, yeah, li- uh, listening back to our Ode to Man Part Two episode where you're talking about Milo, and you and, and you also got way into specifically um, the uh, Atlas Stones yes. competition in Strongman, like dudes picking up heavy stones, um. And, like, so that, listening to that, again, to make sure that, like, I didn't repeat here, that made me think a second, like, wait a sec, like, that also seems to be a strangely, like, cross-cultural phenomenon. Like, a whole bunch of people everywhere make it a point to, like, find heavy stones and be like, hey, see that? I bet you I can pick that up bullshit no you can't well watch me and so it is like ev- like all across the globe there's like different traditions about hey that looks heavy i'm gonna try to pick that up <laughs> literally, literally the human condition of i bet i could lift that yeah right so well and also kind of tying into our other episode that you got it on standing stones like well how are we gonna make all these megalithic structures you gotta pick those goddamn stones up <laughs> And so, yeah, so I was going to do a little dive into, like, yeah, picking up stones across the world. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you mentioned it, and, and uh, yeah, we, we, we went into it a little bit before, but just to kind of get everybody caught up again, one of the ones that we sort of talked about and was, was uh, famous is uh, this one called uh, Bibbones Stone mm-hmm. uh, from ancient Greece. Uh, it weighs something on the order of 316 pounds. Okay. And uh, remember, oh, what was I talking about? I was talking about, yeah, how like a lot of times in like ancient Greek pottery, um, like the like painter will like say like, oh, will like write on the side, um, so-and-so made me as as if like the like vase is like saying like, oh, yeah, so, so-and-so right. made me. yeah. Um, and so into Bibbon Stone, why it's called that is carved into this thing is uh, this uh, sentence Bibbon tetere keri huperkefala me huperbalato hafola. And what that roughly translates to is Bibbon, son of Fola, uh, has lifted me overhead with one hand. God so damn. yeah, so to be Once able again, to God damn, God damn. So yeah, just again, like like picking up where where we left off uh, from On Demand Part Two. I mean, it, is it is it possible um, that, and you know, maybe there was like a rope or something like that? Because I, I think one of the things that I was kind of uh, uh, seeing a commonality is like, yeah, this isn't like your fancy like state of the art weightlifting equipment with wraps and straps and chalk and knurling on the bar like no it's just a stone and it's hard yeah. to like develop the grip strength to do that so 
maybe there was some sort of like yeah like rope tied around it maybe not um but yeah like the idea to hoist a 316 pound rock above a dude's head like like power snatch is a thing and like kettlebell one-armed uh power snatch is a thing um uh, yeah that would be that would be a lot that would be a lot of weight to lift with just one hand um, oh <laughs> yeah like yeah fucking it yeah yeah it's insane yeah well and and then this is the other where um yeah i was i was kind of i i went to this well before and i'm going right back to it again this is like the the weird etymological part of me that kind of nerds out as well uh so the greek verb uh hyperbaleto no uh hyperbaleto um so the, the verb balo it's funny it sounds like ball but it means to like throw like that's where we get ballistic right oh okay and so and and then hooper of of course is like hyper like above and so there's this question where like balo can mean to lift so like hooper balo to like lift up but then there's also like but does it also mean to like throw to like throw upwards so like was it like a 316 pound shot put is this what this is with one arm <laughs> which of these these seems more or less likely i don't know <laughs> Because, because that's also yeah. like doing doing my research with 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 a lot of these like this long storied tradition of picking up heavy stones. Um, yeah, there's there's like both the like weight training of like picking them up, but there's, then there's also the ballistic training, where it's like a separate thing. Like, no, you pick this thing up and you throw it. Like that's how. And um, uh, back in my uh, track and field days, after running stupid hard workouts and then going into the weight room. Um, sometimes, uh, our coach would mix into our lifting programs. We would do bench, bench press throws. So oh, hell yeah. there wouldn't, so, so yeah, there wouldn't be as much weight on the bar, but the idea is no, like you like lower it down and then you have that explosive movement and you literally throw it, throw it out of your hands and then your spotter kind of catches it and then helps you, helps you, uh, uh, get a new grip. So, so that's a thing too. That's a thing too. It, it, it's, it's a, it's a different, yeah, it, it's a different and still legitimate form of like weight training to not only pick up heavy things, but also pick up heavy things and then throw them. <laughs> Listeners, you can try this for yourself on a Smith machine. I do it all mm-hmm. the damn time. Oh yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. That way it's well, just kind of like you have that safety net of just in case you're not there yeah, quite just yet. In case. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and even things like medicine balls, right? Like, yeah. Doing like various, like either like two, two arm medicine ball throws or one arm or like behind your head or stuff yeah it's it's a it's a total thing hell remember um, doing pew cups oh yeah you grab the the medicine balls the handles or the, yeah and then you like get into the hyperextension machine come up and punch yeah it was great yeah. it was terrible <laughs> the worst exercise i've ever done in my life we called them pew cups because every time we did them we'd throw up but goddamn they were great yeah there it is there yeah. it is and so and so yeah so that was our like baseline we talked about this and, and like i mentioned like uh, it's a it's a long and storied multicultural tradition of like picking up heavy stones. So let's turn uh, from uh, Greece there in the Mesopotamian, uh, no, no, not Mesopotamian, Mediterranean uh, region. Uh, let's go to Iceland. <laughs> let's 
Let's go to Iceland. Let's let's go there. Yes, do let's the home the home of uh, yeah volcanoes and the Hilda folk and uh, whale whale testicle beer and picking up heavy stones to earn your day's wages. Um, <laughs> apparently, the story goes how, however long ago, um, going out on these like fishing boats and gathering these fish. Um, what what percentage of the profits you earned was in part based on how heavy a rock you could pick up um hmm. so it's like a weird so it's like a weird sort of yeah like aptitude test i suppose yeah, it's like a meritocracy it is it's like look we're all we're all going out on the same boat and it's dangerous and like we're putting our lives at risk and we need to be able to trust each other like if um well sven is swedish um, but yeah, if like Sigurd uh, falls overboard and you're some little like weakling who can't haul him back up. Yeah, you only get like two two copper coins or whatever. Um, but so uh, so apparently um, there were like different divisions, like, yeah, like different levels. And like this is how you like er- ranked up and earned more more pay. Uh, the lowest weight and and you had to pick this up uh, to about waist or hip height. So like essentially like a deadlift, right? Yeah. So the so the smallest weight was apparently called uh Amlodi, which translates to useless. <laughs> cool. Love it. And um any guesses, Mark? Any guesses what the smallest one was to like be be considered useless? What 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 pound um deadlift we're looking at we're doing fishing boats i'd say oh 100 pounds you have a lot higher expectations for what oh is this was this was uh 23 kilograms or 50.5 pounds so like the bar oh right like standard standard olympic lifting bar is 45 pounds and yeah if you can't pick that up to your uh hip then yeah, you absolutely are. I'm lowly. <laughs> Listeners, if you can't lift fifty pounds, turn off the show. Right, you're not allowed to listen. Yeah, no, you are. You cannot yeah, you listen are to un, us. Yeah, we will hack into your phones and uninstall, un, un, undownload all the episodes of Two Wizards Podcast if you can't do that. <laughs> you're not allowed. Uh, sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Just get in. The, well, and actually, so after this. Uh, and in time permitting, I do have some tips. I do have some tips for for you if you are that okay. person. Because because listeners, I was there. I was yeah in middle school, high school. I was a scrawny guy, and I got in the weight room, and I turned out to be um, a lanky guy. Like I moved up from scrawny to lanky. That's where I got. And I can share my secrets with you. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So so yeah, fifty pound deadlift. You're uh, useless. The next, you're the, you're the softest boy ever. Stay on the docks. Yeah, stay on the docks. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, the next uh, tier up is uh, half half dreitingur, uh, which translates to weakling. Uh, any guesses for this one, Mark? So, if like fifty was u- u- useless, what what would a weakling be for for half, a deadlift? Half dreitingur. So, oh, seventy five pounds. Uh, this is this is 120. 120. Is, is okay. Like 120. Okay. So okay, so cool. like a pretty decent jump, but then again, like 
really going from a 50 pound deadlift to 120 pound like that's yeah that's nothing that, that that's that should be like yeah like the minimum that should be the minimum there yeah um next tier up uh uh half stercor uh half strength any guesses for this deadlift standard of uh, like a stone uh 200 oh pretty close 220 220 so okay 200. so we did so we did 50 125 yeah, 50 to 120 um, okay and, and yeah. then 220 so yeah so this would be so, so yeah uh 120 pounds would be the bar and uh 35s on the side and then okay. maybe like little things and then so they had they had two 220 well 225 is um two 45 pound plates yep because that's something like that um uh Full stercor, full strength, getting you the highest uh, share of profits on this fishing boat. Any guesses what that stone weighed? So Hoff was uh, yeah, 300 half, pounds. Let's say 300 pounds. So yeah, so full strength is three. Uh, it, yeah, we, we can round this up. Three, 340. Three, 340, okay, yeah. Um, 154 kilograms, 339.5 pounds. And honestly, uh, this was a while ago. This was a few years back when I really got in, when I really recommitted to lifting and I was lifting regularly and I got in like a two month um, lifting cycle. And I, and, and I did, I, I did my kind of round of one rep maxes and my deadlift, I think I got to like three, there's like 325, something like that, okay. which generally speaking in the weightlifting world, like that's probably like half half strength, but for a six foot four, super scrawny ectomorph guy, yeah, that's like pretty decent. Like, I have a lot more way to travel picking this thing up than yeah, somebody who's, no offense, Mark, but yeah, somebody who's like five five ten. <laughs> I yeah, that's yeah. But, uh, yeah. but so, well, and, and, and I, I know sometimes like with your bat and, and I have a bad, bad back too, even before I got into my mid thirties, like, have you ever kind of like flexed much with deadlift or, or. Oh, I love deadlift. I. Okay. Yeah. Deadlift is the your... one that I am wanting to max out on the most. Um, I don't like squats. Squats hurt my knees a lot, that, but I that, love that's, deadlift. Oh, that's right. I, that's right. Yeah. No, I think, no, I think deadlift is really the truest, um measure of strength that you can have like i don't i i, I want i don't remember i want to maybe it was our own demand episode i don't remember I, I think you're right yeah at one point we had talked about like what my prs were i don't mm-hmm. really like to bench i lift alone and the idea of guillotining myself for a pr <laughs> is a stupid idea um you squats kind of hurt that my exact, knees you would yeah you use that exact same phrase in the OG yeah. Man part two so that's what and i maintain it i here we are like yeah, six no, months truly. later i'm still at this party no, I love deadlifts. Um, no, like I love to deadlift. I like to be a real dickhead and do a combination like deadlift and then shrug. Oh no, no, that's smart. Yeah, that's and like smart. yeah, like you get that. But then like yeah, no, like I, I hit about like between two seventy five and three seventy five to where like that's my working weight, and then past yeah. that will get higher. Yeah. But also, I work it out at an anytime fitness. They don't have bars that are rated past like 500 pounds. I'm not going to go do a fucking 500 right. pound deadlift. But oh God, if I can be a jerk, I love hex bar deadlifts. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a different, it's the same, but it's different. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, Rayleigh Lycan threw up like 450 on deadlift for hex bar, and you feel oh, yeah. good about it. You you feel good it about is. what you've it's done. It's very with it. satisfying. Yeah, yeah, it, well, and absolutely. And, and and I don't think it's any mistake that. It, and, and I thought about it. I thought about using this episode as like sort of like a history of like weight training. And, you know, maybe we'll come back to that, too. But it's no mistake that things like deadlift, things like bench press, things like squat, the, like like there was this whole kind of craze like, oh, let's get into like functional fitness. Let's like do like kettlebell swings that like mimic body movements. It's like, bitch, what do you think a deadlift is? You're working on the farm. The year's 1500. Then you got to hoist up this like sack of grain. You're doing a goddamn deadlift. But that's it. Um, like or, deadlift is the yeah. most functional of functional strength that you can, you will never it in is. your life, like working on the farm, like, Oh, got to change the tire out on the wagon. Oh, the wagon fell on my face, but a push up above my face. Now it's not, you're not going to bench a wagon. You're not going <laughs> to squat hay bales, get fucked, but you will No, deadlifting is like, it's the most accurate. It's the entire body. Like I, I have read more goddamn like articles and journals and so forth. And about like, how how like um total muscle activation like um mm-hmm. i've read shit about like the most the or the best exercises for like increased testosterone and they're always deadlift and there's a fucking reason cuz deadlift yeah. is the worst thing you can do or not the worst but you know what i mean like it's the worst yeah, it, most it, taxing the most thing str- you can put your yeah, body taxing, through exactly exactly it is and, every single system it is all your mm-hmm. stabilizer muscles like yeah mm-hmm. Sure, you can be a real dickhead and throw up 275, but if you don't have good form, you're going to blow out your knees or your back. Yeah, you're going to fuck your shoulders up. You're going to fuck up yeah. your arms because you didn't lift it right. You were a mm-hmm. bad boy and you were doing wraps at 220 pounds. Hey, guess what, homie? You got tennis elbow now because you were an idiot about it. Like, it's, no, so, I love deadlift. Yeah. So absolutely to all, all of the above. And, and even I'll tell you, um, when I, when, yeah, that handful of years ago when I was getting at it, like, when I was doing my my work sets on deadlift, uh, I was like, "Why the hell is my right tricep like acting out? I'm just yeah. deadlifting, and that's just it. You 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 use so much more doing these compound uh, multi joint lifts, and and it is like you're you're activating, of course, your muscles, but you're activating your central nervous system to make sure that everything is firing at the right time to like pull that weight up." And, and yeah, and, and there's a reason why, yeah, like, and, and truly that is the most fundamental thing. Oh, here's a heavy thing that I need to lift up. Odds are good that you're going to do a deadlift. You're, you're not going to do like, like a tricep kickback to like raise up a milk carton. No, you're going <laughs> to, you're going to deadlift it. <laughs> One time uh, I, it, I did 480 and I mm-hmm. wide it out. And I didn't know, yeah. I don't know what happened. I can't, t- I lost like 20 minutes of time. But I came to walking home, like, by the firehouse. <laughs> I had done the most weight I'd ever done. And then, like, I snapped back into consciousness about yeah. a, two blocks away from the gym. And, yeah. like, the next day I went into lift, and the guy who owned the gym was like, hey, man, are you good? I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, nah, you, like, turned you, – you, you, like, got real fucking weird. Uh, you finished your set – and then you re-racked the weights, and then you, like, stumbled out. And I was going to see if you were cool, but you sort of just, like, blew past everything. And, like, just you, you had somewhere to be. And I was like, oh, oh, that's weird. But I lifted so much damn weight at that point in my life that my nervous system didn't know how to take it. Right. And my brain snapped into autopilot yeah. mode. Like, 
And no, no part of that is safe. No part of that is healthy. I am not endorsing that. Guys, live safe, live healthy, all that good shit. Right. But at yeah. the same time, fuck you. Have you ever gotten into a fugue state because you lifted a bunch of weight? Because I have, and it's fantastic. I recommend it for everybody. I've gotten bloody not... noses from deadlifting. It's great. Yeah. Like, it's great. Because all great. the blood vessels not... in my head are exploding. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Love so I've, I have not gotten in, into a fugue state from lifting. I did after a crazy hard running workout. But that's for a different episode because we're talking for, about lifting today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so just uh, bidding our fellow, our farewell, jumping on that fishing boat. And, and Mark, yeah, you are definitely earning the lion's share of our profits. And I'm, I'm like half strength, but you are definitely full strength. But um, <laughs> finally, one of the most famous, and I love this too. There are famous stones just because people try to pick them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one of the most famous I- Icelandic stones um, is the Husafell stone, which uh, weighs in at a stout 410 pounds. Yeah. And so I just love it. I just love that, like, that's what we do. They're like, there's a rock. I'm going to pick it up. And But but yet, but there's still more that, that, that I need to get into. I can't, I can't like start crying and like go into a fugue state talking about this already <laughs> um so we're so we're going across just a little bit uh, across the atlantic there um and we're going to uh again the british isles in scotland scotland also as i'm as i was taking these notes and thinking again like we talked about this stone of scone and um it, it, and and yeah humans get horned up for stones and uh, Scotland has its own sort of series of, of uh, stones that are famous for... All right, here's this competition. Let, let's pick them up. Uh, there's the Inverse Stone, which weighs 268 pounds. There are the Dinny Stones, uh, two of them. One is uh, 414.5 pounds, and the other is 318.5 pounds. I don't know if you're supposed to like pick them up simultaneously. That'd be next to impossible, I think. But maybe it's like another sort of like ranking system. I mean, that'd be like 800 pounds. Yeah, yeah it was like seven, uh, 733. Um, but uh, there's the uh, Menzies stone, which is 258.5 pounds. And I just love this. You know, like, I, I guess like, yeah, here in the United States, we have our... I guess I, I I was trying to think of an equivalent and I guess like sort of like landmarks like, oh, here's like the St. Louis archway. Here's the uh, steps to the Philadelphia like Museum of Art that Rocky ran up. Here's the mm-hmm. Liberty Bell in Scotland. It's just like, oh, yeah. Oh, here's our town stone. See if you can lift that one up. Oh, this stone's nothing. You should see what they have there in Inver. I'm like, <laughs> I just love it. <laughs> Um, and, and while these are not stones, I would be remiss if I didn't also mention, uh, the Scottish Highland Games and the Caber Toss. Oh, hell yeah. Which, again, like, even that whole thing, right? Like, all these Highland Games, you can imagine coming out of, like, country festivals where, yeah, these, like, little villages, like, oh, yeah, uh, MacDougall here is the strongest in our village, Oh, he's nothing. You should take a look at Mac Bruce. And so they like come up with these like contests to see who's like the actual strongest one. And one of them, and so it's like throwing like bales of hay up into the air yeah. or whatever. Uh, but Fucking the keg tosses, keg tosses, keg tosses. Same. 
Here's Kate 120 pounds. Awesome. I'm going to whip it like 20 feet behind my head. Like, it, that shit's <laughs> nuts. Right. I love it. And so the caber toss, for those of you who don't know, maybe. Tell us about the caber toss. So caber toss is a giant wooden pole uh, that comes from, yeah, some like Scots or like Gaelic word. Uh, a caber, C-A-B-A-R. But we say caber with a C-A-B-E-R. And there's, from my understanding, there's not like any like standard thing, like, you know, compared to like shot put or discus, like that's yeah. very precise. Uh, but these can weigh anywhere between 90 to 150 pounds. And they're between 16 to 20 feet in length. And the whole idea, the whole um, uh, competition with the caber toss is it's not distance. It's, it, it's, it's nothing like that, but you have to like, you like pick it up and you balance it um, so so it's standing standing upright. You like take a couple steps forward and then you throw it upward and it has to flip halfway. It has to do 180 degrees. Mm-hmm. And uh, the competition is about getting it like flipped precisely 180 degrees, as opposed to like if you're kind of weak and it goes off kilter. Uh, and kind of in light. So, so it, it, it's, it's more like kind of, yeah, like accuracy. And I want to make sure that I'm flipping this thing in a straight line. So like distance doesn't necessarily matter. Like number of flips doesn't, where it hits doesn't matter, but like, and so, yeah, just go on YouTube, type in caber toss and you'll see amazing footage of like just buff dudes in kilts whipping like a small telephone pole. Um, end over end and it's incredible it's, I they're love insane it. yeah i love care <laughs> i love watching highlander games they're insane yeah it's just and again like i so you know sure here in the states we have things like football we have things like basketball like and, and that's good like that's our sort of like sporting tradition but yeah if it was like that was our sporting tradition like all right, son, grab a grab a pitchfork and see how high you can throw this bale of hay i'd fucking love that <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, and then um, still on the British Isles, but we're going, you mentioned that we we're going to work on our Welsh. Where we'll, Well, here's another chance for us to practice. Um, there in Wales, uh, apparently, and I was trying to find a copy of this and I kind of ran, ran out of time. Maybe I can, with a little, with a redoubled effort, I can find this. There's apparently this thing called... Um, a pedai camp arhigen, which is the twenty-four feats. That's what that translates to. The, like twenty-four feats, the twenty-four tasks, the twenty-four games that like any like full-grown Welshman should be able to do. Okay. Um, and one of them, one of those twenty-four feats, is yeah, like stone lifting. Like find a huge goddamn stone and, and lift it up. Um. And uh, just as one example of this, uh, back in 2015, Welsh strongman uh, Mark Jeans uh, hoisted Emin Comp, uh, which translates to the, the feet stone. There's that word comp again, like feet, task, mm-hmm. game. Um, and this thing weighs 392 pounds. Whoop. Uh, yeah. Uh, Whoop. And... Uh, and yeah, in 2015, uh, Mark Jeans lifted this thing up to his shoulders. Oh my god! Uh, and 
So it was, it was like a fir- clean, it was like almost a clean and jerk. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. Yeah, well, it was definitely like a cl- it was definitely like a clean, like up to yeah. his shoulders. I, I don't know if he then like I don't think he finished. Um, yeah, like like hoisting it above his head. Well, because that'd be uh, a press, yeah. right? Clean press would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, so press is when you're like standing flat footed and uh-huh. then push upwards. Jerk is when you kind oh, of like okay. do the I, like I mini you. jump. I got you. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So, yeah, fair he enough, enough. he okay. cleaned. Yeah, he cleaned this. 392 pound stone um, from its resting place in front of uh, Nawad Gofa Krikith, uh, which is Krikith Memorial Hall. And it was apparently the first time in living memory, like nobody alive remembered somebody else lifting up the stone. But here comes Mark, Mark motherfucking jeans, which I think sounds a lot like Mark Jones. I was I didn't awesome. want to be that guy, but yeah, I kind of hit that already. I was like, I bet I, I bet I could fucking do it. Yeah, come here. Yeah, come and here, so Stone. yeah, and so and then yeah, so um, we'll 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 get a plane ticket to to Wales. Go go pal around with Mark Jeans and see. If, I, I mean, I know I can't lift this this thing up, but but you and he can have like the the Mark Mark. We'll have a Mark, I guess. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> Who is the Marquis so, Jones jeans of all? Right. <laughs> so, but the, and then when I found this story, that made me go back to the Stone of Bibon, which was three sixteen, mm-hmm. and and then like the the comp the, the the compounding factor of that as well was was it with one hand or not? But yeah, this dude picked up like an oblong, uh, stone that weighed almost four hundred pounds and like put it up to his shoulder. That's that's amazing. That's amazing. Um, yeah, it's it's just super cool. And then Man, anytime, anytime you can lift a hundred pounds above your head is pretty goddamn impressive. I think, like, just yeah, as like okay. an average human achievement. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, and then finally, here the the last one here, and it's funny because I'm going to talk about this one. I I uh, drafted these notes a while ago, and then I think you, Mark, might have something to add. Uh, like recent kind of current events with this. Okay. Um, of course, we're going to go back to Japan that has its own full tradition of lifting uh, heavy stones, um, Chikaraishi, which translates to strength stones. And uh, I, yeah, I guess apparently uh, oftentimes around uh, Shinto shrines, there would just be heavy stones and uh, dudes would just go around and like try to pick them up. <laughs> And like, there's some, there's some kind of conversation like, well, was it just like a purely weight training kind of thing? Was it like, yeah, kind of prove myself. Uh, I was seeing some stuff that like, maybe it was like picking up these stones at these Shinto shrines was like uh, some sort of like act of divination, like trying to like do some like fortune telling or like prophesizing. Picking up the stone and then seeing how it landed or how it rolled or something. Yeah. Uh, so the jury's still kind of out on that. Um, but yeah, and so I just I just get a kick out of that. And it's also kind of related to some other kind of agricultural feats of strength. Um, kiyokumochi, which is either uh, lifting giant sacks of rice or lifting barrels of sake. Um, so it again, we're seeing this same kind of thing all across the world in agricultural agrarian societies um 
yeah, you work on a farm all day and you're picking up stuff and you're moving things around or you're doing this, doing that. So, yeah, of course, there's going to be sort of like more organized feats of strength where, yeah, you pick up a giant barrel of sake and like see see who can and can't do that. Um, I just love it. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's great. Yeah. And so um, what I'm what I'm what I was kind of hinting at is you, I think, just today. Uh, quote tweeted or retweeted something that apparently there was a big stone in Japan that that got busted up mysteriously somehow. Do you want, do you want oh, to tell everybody? Oh, yeah. That? Shit. Um, um, yeah, so apparently in uh, Nasu, Japan, the uh, Sesho Seki, it was, a, it was a stone that was said to... Uh, it, it was it, So it was a stone that um, bound the uh, demonist uh, nine-tailed fox Tamano no Mai. And it broke in half, so now the nine-tailed fox demon is back on Earth, <laughs> and so that's maybe, pretty goddamn cool. I listeners, cool. we've talked before, um, we're not talked before. I don't know if we talked about it, but Josh and I have talked maybe off mic or whatever. Like, hey, we figured like, hey, what what happens after COVID? Well, it's not World War Three; it's going to be volcanoes. Nah, fuck that. <laughs> we're going to get all Naruto on this shit, and um, the world hidden in the leaves is going to get ravaged by the uh, Kitsune. That'll be great. Yeah, nice it'll be super box. cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so again, like, there's a part of me that can't help but wonder, like, maybe. Somebody was getting a little, little too jazzed up about the Chikaraishi. It's like, oh yeah, I bet I can do that one. Shit, uh, but and like, does that make like, you think about pick... it though? I don't know if like if that is that happened. we don't know what it's there for. Like, because you're saying yeah. like you don't, we don't know like their exact intended purpose. But like, mm-hmm. god damn, what if these were like seal, uh, like um, seals or whatever for something? Mm-hmm. Right, right. And it's like, yeah. Hey, I'm stronger than said demon sealed in this stone or said demon sealed in this bottle of sake. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I I don't know. I just I I just had to chuckle when I saw you uh, (laughs) quote, 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 tweet that or or, or like retweet that thing that like this famous, yeah, giant rock in Japan somehow. Yeah, I got busted in half. And yeah, now there's a nine tail fox. So. Goddamn, I hope everybody's been lifting stones and training and getting strong so we can fight this cataclysmic battle coming up. <laughs> if Naruto teaches us anything, you need the five-pronged seal to seal it. But There you go. I don't know. Uh, all I'm saying is you Icelanders and Scots and Welsh, like, we're going to need you guys. We're going to need you all to... And your stone stone lifting uh, powers to be on the front line there. <laughs> to throw rocks at the fox. Yes, right. Yeah, hoisting <laughs> and throwing rocks and. <laughs> <laughs> okay, new limited series graphic novel uh, uh, concept. Okay. <laughs> there's yeah, there's an elite international team. Of yeah, like rock rock lifting dudes, and like they're the yeah like and like that'll be the like monster of the week. Um, oh, oh, okay, gang, let's let's uh, this week we're going to um, uh, India because there's a talk of a yeah like river demon popping up. What do we do? Throw rocks at it. <laughs> like they just solve every problem by throwing rocks. <laughs> And and then they can have the crossover with Teddy 
R- Roosevelt cryptid hunter. Um, <laughs> That's Teddy Roosevelt's like eighth season when he's out of ideas. Yeah. Oh, my dear, I simply threw rocks at it. <laughs> I was out of bullets from shooting elephants, so I had to throw a rock. <laughs> I bet I bet Teddy Roosevelt could kill an elephant by whipping a rock at its head. Oh, God, you're goddamn yeah. right, yeah. dude. Yeah, goddamn right. I would love to know, yeah, what, what, how, how heavy of a rock that Teddy Roosevelt could pick up. He would probably be full sterker. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh shit. that's great. Also, speaking of, like, uh, strong things, uh, yeah, this Truganator, I double-checked, is uh, 8.2. So, woof. Okay, right on. I'm also doing, doing some work with this. Um, work. Oh, do do work, son. Do work. Yeah, trying to. Well, and and yeah, and, and and I guess even that. So like, here's here's a brief. There are there are fitness podcasts. There's lifting podcasts, and listeners, if that's something that you're into, Godspeed. Go go through it. But if you're just here, palling out with wizards, um, I just wanted to give like maybe like a quick kind of rundown of maybe how to get started or like things to keep in mind, something like that for, yeah, maybe you want to, maybe you take a goal that you want to, uh, 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 join the Arnold, the Arnold 2023. And you want to enter that. And today's your day to get started. Well, well, here's maybe like some, yeah, like first, first steps here. Um, so, so Mark, what, what sort of program, what, what, what sort of lifting program do you do? Do you write your own, is there one that you found that works well for you? What is your like weightlifting workout program routine? Um, yeah, no, I like to do my own. Um, I so in college, I was a big believer in if I read Muscle and Fitness, that will you know glean me the the tools that I need. Mm. And now as I've gone, I've kind of adapted my own system. I do a mm-hmm. um, I do a four day split. So like one day is you know uh, chest and back. Another day is um, arms and legs another day is uh shoulders and back i am a big back lifter i li- i think yes. i feel like a lot of your strength comes out of your back and then mm-hmm. the fourth day is all your support muscles so like abs and biceps i don't believe in training biceps at all uh it's, it's stupid if you are training yeah. your biceps should be big anyway if you're gonna stand there and do curls like a dickhead you're a dickhead that's what you are the, there's a reason why uh the, uh an oft repeated phrase in the weight room is curls are for the girls um yeah like you see a dude who's just like do oh, okay i'm gonna do dumbbell curls now, now i'm gonna do hammer curls and then i'm gonna go over to the uh 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 french fr- french press and do and do no not not french press um fr- yeah fr- you can do french, french presses fr- you can do a french press it's fine whatever yeah. french yeah no it's yeah it's a thing that exists no i just it, I don't it, believe it, in that. Yeah, like, I don't buy into that. I don't believe that you should have a devoted day for like, oh, damn it, right. like just my deltoids. No, you need to be working like um, sets of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Deadlift twice a week. Deadlift is yep. the most important lift you can do. But mm-hmm. then also I'm a big believer in supplementing. So, okay, uh, the best way I can explain this is when I do shoulders. I will do seated shoulder press, five sets of five. And I will start at like 200 pounds for five and then 250 for five and moving up. I get about 350-ish depending on where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of softer. Cause I haven't, I kind of fell out of it. Cause I, uh, I got hurt at work and I can't lift as much. Right. Right. But yeah. so like, 
So you finish a set of five, and then you go pick up uh, uh, just a 25-pound or 35-pound or 45-pound plate, and you just do front plate raises. So arms down oh, and yeah. all – you just raise that bitch above your head is one solid motion, and that activates every single head of you. Um, when I'm doing chest days, I finish my chest days with uh, 200 sets of cable curl – or not cable curls. Um, God damn, what's it called? Cable Cable cross. Oh, you yeah, start yeah. at the highest. You start at the highest rung on the ladder, and you do ten. Drop it down two pegs. Do ten. Drop it down two pegs. Do ten. You get all the way down to the bottom after ten, and then you go back up to ten. You end up doing two hundred, and it hits every single uh, part of your chest. It's these little things. Um, if you're gonna do like deadlifts and shit, um, after you finish a set of deadlifts, do one arm set of shrugs. That will help you. That will get you. You need functional strength. Um, my, also, my biggest tip, um, I just tweeted a picture of me standing before the ocean on a black sand beach. And I said, yes. the only thing vaster than the ocean is my fucking calves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listeners, the best tip I can give you is number one, calves are genetic. I got yes. that tip from Arnold Schwarzenegger. But calves then also, like, I was blessed with good calf genetics. But also, I will do 45 reps in a single set of calves. So I will set my hip sled to like 800 pounds and I will do 15 out with my feet facing like, uh, you know, all the way out 15 mm -hmm. with my feet mm -hmm. facing, you know, peril 15 with my feet facing in that hits every head of your calf. There is not a right or wrong way to do it, but well, okay, let me do that again. There's not a right way to do it, but there's a dumb way to do it. Don't be mm -hmm. dumb about it. Don't, don't read what men's health says. Don't, yeah. don't go for just cable curls. Um, I'm a big believer with the, um, Frank Zane method for like ab training. I have shit for abs. I'm kind of fat, so I don't have abs. I have abs, but you can't see them. Right. Yeah. Cause it's, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but like I have fantastic core strength and that's important. You aren't going to be strong unless your core is a God. Oh, the best way I ever saw was you need to be an anaconda. So mm -hmm. like, um, do cable crunches, do cable crunches at super high weight and do like four of them at like 200, stick that damn pin at the bottom of that stack and just hold that shit for like 10 seconds at a time and just hold it and feel it. You got to understand also too, like you need to figure out what your muscles do. Start moderate yeah. to light and understand what the motion is. Don't try and gas out. Don't try and be the big swinging dick in the gym. There will be no. people that will be stronger than you. There are people that will be weaker than you. But at the same time, you just do you and fuck everybody else in there. You know, like, sorry, yeah, I feel I like I'm saying a lot of stuff all no, at once. I'm sorry. No. And it's all gold. You're all laying down absolute gold here. And and, and yes, there, there's so much of it too. I think, yeah, there is. And I don't know if this is like necessarily like, like an American thing, but there is. There is that sort of idea of like the gym bro or like oh I'm, I'm i'm just this is my first time in here and i feel intimidated and people are going to make fun of me um and if there are people like that well then yeah fuck them but odds are good like i'll, I'll say 90 97 out of 100 times that you're in the gym and if you don't know how a machine works or if you don't know something if you ask somebody they're going to help you out like Ask the, for spots. Ask for help. And absolutely like, ask for yes. spots. Well, well, because because you mentioned Mark, your your kind of concern about not wanting to bench super heavy because you lift by yourself. Um, you, our friend and your co-host on the Dingle podcast, Johnny, his brother is like yeah. pretty big into like lifting, and he almost like decapitated himself. Like he had the bar slip um, when he was doing bench, landed right on his goddamn throat. Uh, and so, yeah. so it is, and so. 
yes, there are kind of like scary, you hear horror stories and things like that. But if you, if, if you go in and you, and if you start off easy, just like Mark was saying, don't go in and like expect to throw around a bunch of weight the first day, just go in, take it easy, learn the correct form, um, ask for help. And, 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 and yeah, and it is, it's a slow process. We also have this idea, blame like workout montages or whatever, like, oh yeah, um, uh, beach season is in four weeks. I can, I can, yeah, go from like couch to six pack in that time. Like, no, it takes time. It takes time. It's a grind. You're not going to see results right away. And results are hard to earn, hard, hard to gain and quick to like lose because that's what your body, that's what homeostasis is. Your body's like, look, I want to like burn as few calories as possible. I just got to like chill and the more muscles you have, the more you're just like resting caloric intake is, the the higher your like resting metabolic rate is. And your body's like, holy shit, I have all these muscles I'm not using. Let me like get rid of these things. But so 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 you do. You have to it it's a it's a long process, but if you stick yeah. it out, you'll get there. You will get there. For those of you like just starting out, there are two uh beginner, super beginner friendly programs that I would kind of recommend. Um, one of them is called Starting Strength by uh, this like fitness icon Mark Ripito, um, and and it is another it's, Mark, another another Mark, Mark. just another Mark. Just throwing it out and there, just saying, easy. just saying, just saying. Yeah, and it's super easy, and and you're not going to be in the gym for like three hours doing every little accessory lift. It's just very. Simple. Oh, you, you don't need you start no. Off, if you have to be in the gym past an hour, you're fucking around too much. Don't, exactly. You don't. Right. There is nothing you need to do in a gym that is more than an hour. If you're going to go run, do it outside. If you're going to go bike, right. do it outside. Also, cardio kills gains, but yeah, don't rest. We, don't, guys, do not rest. 10-second rest is all you need, and if you need more than that, you're working too fucking hard. It, yeah. Whatever. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. I'm no, done. No, 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 no. This is, this is not absolutely. like bro fitness. This is just, yeah. Cause, well, because it was. I think it was like around the time when like the mid-aughts, when like the Jersey Shore was getting popular, and everybody's like, oh, shit, I got to put like three hours in the gym every day. No, because those guys are idiots. No, just like a, a a good workout should yeah between be like yeah at tops like an hour hour fifteen something like that at, at, at least for me but but yeah so like starting strength is really good because it is it's like squat bench deadlift and that's all all that you do and, it's really all you need yeah and, and and it's really all all that you need and like okay if you've been lifting for like four years. And you're like starting to like plateau. Okay, then yeah, you can mix in some auxiliary lifts, some some, some accessory lifts, whatever. Um, but yeah, starting starting strength is really good. I highly recommend that. One that's like kind of similar is uh, this uh, thing called five by five. And and again, Reg it's just Park a, method. Reg Park, yes, yes. absolutely mm-hmm. the fucking five by five. Oh yeah, and again, it's just like start off simple. Just, yeah, you'll see some idiot, like, doing whatever weird thing. Don't pay any attention to him. Get your uh, uh, headphones in. Get your tunes going. Just, just ignore, focus on what Ignore you everybody do. around you. Scope yeah. out the fine honeys next to you on the squat rack. That's fine. It, right. it is a proven fact that men will lift better when women are around because we're all inherently pigs and that's fine. But like, don't. So let's look. Let's like the most embarrassing that. thing in the world, you guys, is is to have some big old like puffy ass chest and arms and wee tiny chicken legs. Yeah. 
Yeah, don't skip like, leg day. I feel like we have this idea in America especially, and I don't know about the world, but definitely in America. Um, and this is like we really didn't even get into this with like the strongman classic or whatever or the Arnold classic, oh, like right. bodybuilding yeah. versus powerlifting. Look yes. at uh, Zadrunas Zavikis. That dude is not ripped to shit. Look at Eddie Hall. He is now ripped to shit, but he always wasn't. Hafthor Bjornsson was not, is not really ripped to shit. These are big dudes. You don't want to, if you're trying to get big, you don't want to go for the triangle frame. Go for the X frame. You want a big old top half. You want a skinny-ish kind of. You want a strong yeah. like middle core, and you want some big old fucking legs. I used yeah. to have to buy pants in two sizes larger because my goddamn legs were so big they wouldn't fit into the pants it fit me like so my yeah so my and that's part so, of it you don't go for like don't go for your upper body all your power comes out of your legs don't be a mm-hmm. dickhead you will right. get there just just trust the system arms mm-hmm. grow fast but legs grow slow and you got to water the goddamn roots before the tree gets big i'm done talking i'm sorry josh no you go no, I'm, I, I am like railroading no, i love it i apologize no i i love it and that's exactly that's exactly the kind of energy that I was hoping to end on today. Because, uh, because yeah, it, it is. It is. It's something. It's it's something that we 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 can trace all the way back to like human cultures thousands of years ago, and it is a valuable thing. It's a valuable thing to be able to like have that physical control of yourself and. Yeah, like not that you're gonna go around and like be a be a superhero. Like you start, you, you yeah, like you're lifting for like two years. It's like, all right, I'm I'm deadlift man. I'm gonna go around and see where branches have fallen over, and I'll pick them up and move them out of the way. Like, no, not that, but like being able to like have that control of your body. And I think especially, like I sit as a grad student, so much of my day is like sitting at a computer, and I have the nerd neck, and I do all that stuff, and it drives me crazy because I was yeah, because I was a collegiate athlete. And I'm just sitting at a desk job all day. And like I mentioned at the very start of this episode, I'm, I've been I've been putting on the pounds and I'm tired of it. And I'm, I'm tired of all that. And so, yeah, getting into like having that capacity to like move yourself around, to have that functional strength. And yeah, God forbid if something happens where like, oh shit, this thing fell over and somebody's pinned underneath it. Like you want to be that dude to like step in and like... I don't know, whatever it is. And so it, it is, it is a grind. There's a lot of bad information. There's a lot of bro science out there. Yes, definitely stay away from the men's fitness magazines or like the muscle head magazine or whatever. Start off simple, squat, bench, deadlift. That's all the, that you need. And and yeah. well, and and uh, also kind of hand in hand with that is nutrition because I... I'm also thinking back to our Otaman episode and you're talking about how Milo of Croton would eat like 40 pounds of meat a day or whatever. He ate a calf. He ate a calf and like, yeah, yeah that was like, so, yeah. So you don't need to go to that level, but realize too that like what you're literally doing when you're weightlifting is you're literally tearing the muscle fibers in your body. And then you need to like have the material to repair and build them up stronger. So, and well, and, and, it, and it's, and it, I guess it's different too. Like if you're the sort of like skinny, nerdy, lanky type, like I am, yeah, you have to eat a ton. You have to eat a ton versus if you're trying to like slim down, but also get buff, like 
make sure you're eating high quality stuff like get lots of protein it can be a protein shake it doesn't have to be just like get a bunch of grilled chicken my my track coach would would tell us like you like chicken eat a shit ton of chicken you like yogurt eat a shit ton of yogurt just like just like any sort yeah. of protein that you can get stay stay hydrated Beef. Uh, beef is fantastic. Drink yeah, beef water. Is fantastic. Yeah. And, and, um, yeah. Yes, Eat the Drink fat. Water. It's good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like which and, and going back to our food episodes that Mark and I are both like, wait, people are cutting the fat off your ribeye steaks. You guys are idiots. Give me that. <laughs> and and yes, and it is. And 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 you know, maybe you are. No no shade. Um, maybe you are right now at this point at this moment in time, you're the um lothi. You're like the person who can barely pick up like a 45 pound bar. And that's okay. Cause we all got to start somewhere. We all got to start somewhere. And Hey, if, if by listening to two wizards and hearing the stories of like strong heroes of old and people's uh, rightful obsession with picking up heavy rocks, like if that gives you the energy and the drive and the motivation to get started, well, Chocolate giddy up, baby, because that's what Mark and I are doing. Uh, and so, and so, yes, and and let us know. We would love to hear. We 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 would love to hear if if this is something, or or maybe you already are. Maybe you already like lift a whole bunch and you have your own system. Um, let us, us know. It's 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 yeah. different for everybody. We yeah, Josh truly. and I are two wizards, and wizardry is a pathway. Like yes, you got to find that shit that works for you. Right. And what and, I gave for like fitness tips might not work for Josh and Josh's fitness mm-hmm. tips might not work for me. The only one that I might add, Josh, sorry, if I can just really oh, quick here. Yeah, the time. best that I have ever heard or the best explanation of fitness that I've ever heard is it takes. So, and you can help me out here with your terms. Um, so it takes four weeks for you to be a, a, a low, lo, what is it? Lodi? The low, the lowest one, the worst yes. one. Mm-hmm. So four weeks in, you start to notice um, eight weeks in, the people around you will notice. That's your that's your half strength. And then twelve weeks in, everybody sees it. This is not a thing that happens overnight. You got to put in time for this shit. Yeah, just believe in yourself, man. Like, take it easy. Yeah, do what you will. Figure out a plan. Plot that shit. Like, it's great. Just go lift shit. It, be proud of what you can accomplish. Cause mm-hmm. you know what. G- g- Guaranteed, man. If you're listening to this in your car or your office cubicle or whatever, whatever you can lift, I bet you either the dude next to you can lift that or he can't lift that. Mm-hmm. Or the dude behind you can lift that or they can't lift. You know what I mean? Like it's individual, it's an experience is based on the person and it's and that's such a cool thing. You you gotta do the thing for yourself to just to see what your limits are. I'm sorry. I no, I, I so, love fitness. I'm getting weird yeah. about it. I'm getting all like emotional and teared up about it. I'm gonna go no, ahead and lift great. this like sixteen ounce into my mouth. Josh, you talk some more. <laughs> no, no, but but that's just it. And and I'm even reminded of one of our very first episodes when we were talking about like what is it to be a wizard? Well, what does that mean? And it is. It's like having. And, and I think that this is my kind of definition or my evolving definition is is you you have this knowledge, you have these capacities to to affect the material world, to like change things in, in the world. And like lifting is like, and, and like getting stronger, uh, uh, having that kinesthetic awareness and control of your body. That's absolutely one of those routes. And, and it's great For- and it's cool and anybody can do it. Any, everybody can always get stronger. Everybody can yeah. always get stronger. And 
And that's awesome. And so and so we do. We want to know. Are you working out right now? What's your routine? Maybe are you like involved with the Arnolds? That'd be that'd be sweet as shit. We'd love to hear from you. And there's Are you half Thor Bjornsson? Are you half are you half Thor Bjornsson? Are you Eddie Hall? Are you that you dude Eddie whose Hall? name I forget that lives in goddamn Fort Lupton, Colorado? Right, yeah, him too. Bri- Brian, Brian something, yeah. Brian, Brian, Brian Shaw. Something. Are you Brian fucking yes. Shaw? Let us Brian know. Brian Shaw. We'd love, we'd love to get in touch with with you, whoever you are. And there's a couple ways you can do that. You can send us an email to twowizardspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. We're also on Instagram. Mark, maybe as you and I are continuing our lifting challenges, I don't know, maybe we'll have to have a month of like... Uh, uh, like physique progression selfies and I don't mind yeah. showing off yeah well, why not why the hell not um, I'm also on Twitter uh, at Plaid Barbarian Mark is on Twitter at Marky Stardust uh, Mark you said that uh, you and Johnny got to record a, a, a special uh, episode or two of Dingle Podcast what, what else do you have going on for our for our sister show Oh, no, uh, Dangle Podcast is doing fantastic. I, I think I said last week, we are lined up right now. Um, so the episodes we're releasing are lining up um, to the, like, the week where this shit came out 21 years ago, which is such a That's weird right. feeling for me. That's insane. That's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's good stuff. And so we're excited. We're, yeah, and, and I, th- I guess I'm going to go back to that too. Like, I know that I was in a weird funk with like COVID stuff and all this other stuff. And I know that I feel better when I work out. And yeah, it, it's a bit of a chore. The first couple weeks, you're, you're, you're going to get sore. You're going to get that delayed onset muscle soreness. But damn it, it's Get them doms, baby. Get them doms. Get them doms. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. That shows that you're making progress. And so, I guess on that inspirational note, because I'm also, Mark, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fired up, man. I'm ready to go. But for right now, I think we're going to call it here. And uh, my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark. I'm a wizard. I want to take us out with a quote from our... Wow, well, try that again. I want to take us out with a quote from our boy Socrates. Oh, Josh, yes. if I may... <clears throat> I'm sorry, Socrates. <laughs> From Socrates, no man has the right to be an amateur in the matter of physical training. It is a shame for a man to grow old without seeing the beauty and strength of which his body is capable. God damn it, guys. Go get after it. Go find the beauty and strength that your body is capable of, and you will achieve enlightenment through that. Like, get it. Go figure it out. Go figure out how strong you can be. It is such a cool feeling. Hit your personal records because those records are individual to you. I don't care if it's a fucking 45 pound bench. If that is the best you can do, then good for you because you can do that. God damn, go be proud of it. Alright, I'm done. I'm horned up. My name is Mark. I am a wizard. Thank you for listening. We love you all, everyone. Take care, everybody. Find, Find something heavy. Pick it up. Put it back down. My name is Josh. And my name is Mark. And we are going to pump you, you up. up. He rolled upon his back, and afterwards, I killed them all.